Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Michael Reed on LMFM. Now to one of uh, the most important uh, stories in this locality and uh, the behaviour of a consultant in Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital in Drogheda. Once again, Michael Shine has been found guilty, this time on 13 charges of indecent assault during medical examinations at Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital in Drogheda and at two private clinics in Drogheda between 1971 and 1982. One of the people he assaulted is Pat Cusack, who is in the studio with us. Good morning to you, Pat. And Good morning, Michael. Good morning, listeners. Thanks for coming in to us. Uh, we've uh, spoken to you. It's a long time, actually, since we last spoke to you. It's uh, 2009, Michael, since um, we spoke and we went live outside the Dáil mm. uh, 10 years ago. Trying to bring attention to this, trying to get some justice. At the time, it was to secure a, a meeting with the government at the time, uh, and Mary Harney eventually, uh, as we know, mm. after four days, gave in and gave us the forum to, to initiate a meeting which transpired in getting a review by retired Judge Smith. Since then, obviously, the criminal proceedings have continued. And here we are ten years later with the phenomenal result of the other day after mm. four weeks. And Shine struck off the medical register. Struck in off the medical register in between. Uh, trial two years ago, 2017, mm. obviously convicted in that. Um, against two complainants, against wasn't it? Against two yeah. complainants. Mm. And but seven complainants this time round. Seven complainants this time. Mm. Every charge carried... Um, five charges against myself to hear all the guilt, uh, guilty verdicts coming out was just huge. Okay, you were 11 in 1974 uh, when you first encountered this man. 11 in 1974, going as a sick child, my parents, as you did, being good parents, tried to get you sorted in the hospital in a place where we thought we were safe. And due to his actions and... Um, inappropriate sexual abuse he he robbed me of my youth um i was only as i got heard through counseling i was only 11 years old i used to think it was my fault even Mm. but that's the way it was that's what this man was responsible for what were you in hospital for at the time i went in for uh stomach cramps uh i was uh, having about diarrhea and, and and stomach cramps and pains of both sides of my stomach quite quite unwell um but i i you know i met my first examination with this man entailed what he did to me and it was 
nothing got to do with stomach mm. cramps. Yeah, you sexually assaulted you. Are you comfortable yes. talking about? Uh, very no, I'm I'm not very comfortable, but I'm comfortable. I know that uh, I have the ability to speak out. I want to I want to give that mm. uh, uh, out there to people to give them maybe inspiration. Do you want to say what he did to you? Because there yes, are still people who contested who'll say, "No, he was a good man. He was a great doctor," and so on. Well, I I have to say, this is the forum to do it. Last Friday was vindication of what he did, but what he did to me was far from uh, a medical examination. He examined me. Um, he first examined my stomach and my glands, and then he went and pulled my underpants down to between my hips and my knees and then began a very thorough uh, scrutiny of my genitals. And for people that mightn't understand that one, that was basically my penis and my scrotum. At the same time telling me that I was a good boy and I was a lovely boy. He then initiated, uh, I didn't even know what it was at the time, 11 years old, you don't know these Mm. things, uh, he simulated masturbation with me to the point that I became very sore. And then he was disturbed. Uh, he, he he pulled my pants back up and uh, told me I was a good lad. He was going to go out and speak to my parents who were sitting right outside the door. He then informed them that he was going to perform another little examination, um, which basically was uh, an anal examination. He explained to my parents this was for the part of an examination. Uh, he had failed to mention the detail he'd gone into earlier, but he went back into the room to me and then uh, proceeded to uh, insert a digit, a digit being a finger, uh, into my back passage and at the same time, um, with the other hand, groped my penis and testicles. Um, telling me I was a lovely boy Uh, then when he was finished it felt like forever but uh, it was only a couple of minutes but when he was finished he duly said I'm okay and the other doctors would be coming in and he went over and he took his glove off and continued when the other doctors came into the room All right, and if ever anybody has doubted the accusations against Michael Shine, uh, we'll reiterate, he was found guilty of exactly what you've just told us uh, last Friday uh, in court. Uh, you were somewhat uh, unfortunate as a, a child uh, with your health, I take it, because you found yourself back in hospital uh, <laughs> and uh, came across him again when you were about 13, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, when I was 13, when I was 13, I never went back to the hospital uh, of my own free will. I didn't mm. uh, follow up. And, uh, no, sorry. Yes, of course. Uh, I was I was only 12, Michael, actually. Mm. I, 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 I collapsed with the with the pains in my stomach and ended up as an inpatient in an emergency case. Shine Julie performed surgery on me with a surgical team. And then I was in hospital for nearly 20 days and he then performed what I would call his acts on me every day for 19 days. And I would have to describe it as hell on earth. A very sick young lad 
I used to focus on the lights and people in the area. Listeners will be aware of the lights as cement walks of Platten or out into Leek. There was a red flashing light used to be on it. I'm only after seeing it coming up today and I had great difficulty in even driving by that because it used to bring me back to 1974. I used to focus on this light to take me away to a distant place um, so that he would... So that the pain and the hurt of what he was doing to me would go away. Sadly, it never went away after that. It was always there. Um, I was irreversibly damaged, I would say. And uh, I just got out of the hospital after that. I never went back of my own free will. Uh, But I went back when I was 19 on another emergency because I had aseptic meningitis. And I woke up one day to find them still with the audacity to come back to me, but I, I in no uncertain terms told him what to do that day. And um, that was it until the other day, until four weeks ago when we sat in court and there he was again. And I have to say, despite his age and despite the, mm. the, the many people I've heard, I'm feeling sorry for him. Mm. He is still the same age. He was 40 years old or in his late 30s when he subjected me at 11 years old and many, many more. Um, so I don't see him any different. I don't see the 86-year-old man. Um, I see the same guy who came to me, Dr. Michael Shine, who came to me, who abused me. Uh, I'd like to mention Bernadette Sullivan, if I can. Uh, Bernadette was a, a nurse in the hospital and uh, turned whistleblower and brought this uh, to the attention, I think, of everybody in uh, the country and went on to establish the health group Dignity for Patients and has done Trojan work in terms of bringing about justice for you and, indeed, others others who have not been in court who feel vindicated by the judgment uh, that you've celebrated, I would imagine, in the last couple of days. And uh, the Dignity for Patients group is there for anybody uh, who wishes uh, to speak uh, about uh, any uh, interaction that they had with Michael Shine or any inappropriate action that they might have had with other mag- medics. Uh, there's a website, dignityforpatients.org. Uh, there's an email address, support at dignityforpatients.org. And there is a telephone number, which is 0419843730. And that is there as a helpline if you do wish to speak to somebody. And we'll repeat those numbers in a few moments' time. But as you say, Pat, you left the hospital then uh, and you took with you those memories. I don't think uh, you look back for quite some time, uh, but I'm absolutely amazed at how vivid the memories are in your mind. I've described this before. You know, after going through this trial for four weeks and and you're subjected to horrendous cross-examination is all I can say it is, uh, because every facet, every detail is gone over in a demeaning, almost demeaning way. When this happens to anyone, bar you have a catastrophic injury uh, affecting your memory or you have the misfortune of getting dementia or or a direct memory failure, you never, ever forget. I can smell this guy. I can still smell his his catonic breath. I can still feel him. I I still get pins and needles. Uh, I get goose pimples in the back of my neck. I was physically feeling sick, but I kind of got used to them over the last four weeks looking over at him. Mm. His demeanour is still the same. His voice was the same. 
you never ever forget it's very vivid people may dress it up oh well how can you remember it's hugely historic it's 45 years mm. ago it's and, 50 and these years were the ago. arguments he was making I think in court the, the, he was saying the, the, it's too it, long ago he couldn't remember didn't remember you absolutely. he was too old he's 86 he was suffering from a bit of dementia himself and so on Look at that that defence was mm. was it's laughable for anyone out there. If you have a bit of dementia, you have dementia. I know myself. I was a nurse for years. Dementia is a a, a, a progressive uh, illness mm. where your brain cells die. You don't just get a bit of dementia and not have a bit the other day. His memory was totally intact. He gave a very vivid account of his life. He gave a very vivid account from every day that he qualified in 1955. Mm. Under cross-examination, he could tell that he was 16 months here, 18 months there. He was a doctor here, Birmingham. He moved to Windsor, Scotland. There was a lot of people on his side, wasn't there? Absolutely. I mean, Bernadette Sullivan will tell you how she was ostracised when, as a nurse in the hospital, she tried to bring complaints forward. Uh, you brought complaints yourself to one of the nuns in the hospital. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I brought, and, and you know, I'm going to tell you the story, Michael. Mm. Uh, this nun, was uh, I, I was well known to her, um, kind of an in-law but not blood related but uh, I thought that I could surely tell her that something wasn't right but being a nun you couldn't really say exactly the physical component of it but I said I didn't like this doctor he's not a very nice man and she said to me okay Patrick it's okay don't say that about the wonderful Dr. Shine he's a great doctor and indeed on my last day do you know what the nun arrived with she arrived with a box of chocolates for me to say that I'm going to give this in now to the nurses' station for Dr. Shine and the nurses. But that was then. That was 1974. We can go into being complicit. Yeah. Mm. We can go into the conclusion, collusion aspect. I just hope that these people did not exactly know what was going on because it would be very damning for everyone. But the memory of it does not go away. The memory... For those people, that's why I often refer to the silent voices of of abuse. The memory does not go away. It's still as painful, it's still as vivid as it happened yesterday. How are you today? Because uh, I I think uh, you've spent your life struggling with it. Today, Friday, I became free. Friday, I came off the roller coaster of emotion hurt and pain. Friday, I celebrated a chance of closure. Friday, I hope, brings closure to what I believe, in my opinion, Michael, Mm. the most prolific sexual serial abuser in Western Europe. It will be found out to be that way. So people can bury their head in the sand all they want. But he will be found out to be this. This is only the tip of the iceberg. But Friday delivered, hopefully, closure. And and I want to thank, I also want to thank you personally and the station for the wonderful, wonderful work they have done. They've stuck with this campaign so long. There's one other person I want to mention. I won't mention his name, but he's a guard who has been involved in the investigation of this criminal trial. Ten years of his life he has given without failure, presenting everything, despite defence, despite every objection ever made, 
despite a, a, an awful cross-examination which he had in the box, and he stuck with it. And I, I celebrate, I commend on Garda for the manner in which they con- conducted this inquiry. And I know it mm. met great, great resistance. And I want to commend them. Uh, I suppose I have to commend the justice system, which I, I, I had no faith in for many, many years, that we eventually arrived at, at justice for these people. And I hope now that I can get on with my life as best I could. My sons were there with me the other day. My wife was there. It was hugely, hugely emotional. And I just want to send a message out there to people that if you have been abused in whatever facet or area, please come forward for help. Michael has details there of helplines. This station will always help someone if they need it. They'll always get a contact number. Look it up on the net. Look up somewhere. Please, please, please speak to someone. You don't have to allow abuse to continue and, and, and fester in, in your soul and in your mind for years. There is help. And it can be lessened greatly. And hopefully people will get justice. We must put an end to institutional abuse, to clerical abuse, to this sort of abuse. Well, you've been talking for a long time. I don't mean today, Pat. I mean, for many years at this stage, uh, it seems uh, to me that finally somebody has listened and finally somebody has believed you. You have been believed. Shine has been found to be telling untruths. He has been found guilty of some of the most horrible things that one human being could do to an innocent child. And this is what happened to you at 11 years of age. It left you with many demons to fight throughout your life. Uh, I think uh, the demons have been shown the door here, uh, here uh, with your best friend as well, uh, who's uh, sitting beside us. And it's great to see that, Pat, because we've been talking over the years and uh, it's great for you and for Bernadette and uh, all of the other people uh, who weren't represented in court directly because I think you were representing them. Exactly. And there is one thing I want to put out there. Michael Shine, although convicted the other day, carried out and perpetrated every one of these things. He will never, ever show insight, he will never show an apology, he will never show empathy because such is his chemical makeup. and I'm sure people are saying God, how can he say that? But this guy these people who perpetrate or who are serial perpetrators of this are chemically made up this way. So there's no such thing as fixing mm-hmm. them. <laughs> and he it, came up with every excuse. Yeah. Uh, he even blamed LMFM at one stage. <laughs> oh, he, he, he blamed LMFM yeah. and, and it was mm. even brought up at the mm. trial. But believe me, Michael, I, I stood, I, I flew the flag well for LMFM. Oh. Without LMFM's forum mm. and, and the amount of resistance which you met, and I am aware of it, that ha- went down through the years, you know, I didn't let anyone dissuade me because, as you were doing all the time, Michael, telling the truth. That's all we were doing. We were simply telling the truth. And when you're telling the truth, you cannot be wrong. Truth won out. Congratulations for winning, Pat. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone out there. Thank you to everyone for all the support. 
God bless you, LFM. Thanks, Pat. Uh, can I just uh, read out the contact details again for Dignity for Patients? Uh, dignityforpatients.org is the website. Support at dignityforpatients.org. The email and the landline number is 0419843730. Thanks, Pat Cusick. Michael Reed on LMFM. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.